This is the TN Catch-Up with Jess Gibson, founder of the TN Card, a podcast produced by The Big Chat. Jess brings you, our members, the inside scoop on TN Card News and what's going on in our high streets in Tombridge, Tombridge Wells and Sevenoaks. Plus, in each episode, we catch up with our TN Card partners to explore what they're doing in our communities. So, let's take some time to catch up. tuning in for this episode of the TN Catch-Up. I hope you've had a great summer. Now the idea behind these podcasts is to give you as a member all the latest news on what's going on at the TN Card. I also chat to some of our fantastic TN Card partners. This week I'm speaking to Stacey from the Fairy Godmother in Tunbridge but before I do here's our news. Firstly, thank you if you completed this year's member feedback survey. Nearly 200 respondents shared their views and I'm currently working my way through all the comments. There's lots of useful information there on how you're using your memberships, how you're finding the website and the existing app, and how I can improve the scheme. One issue that you flagged is that you don't find it as easy as you'd like to know where member rewards are located. So work is now underway on a brand new app, which will be available to download on iOS and Android devices, hopefully before the end of the year. I'm also working on improving the website at the moment with new features such as a member login area where you can set preferences and favourites. Plus, I've just launched an exclusive member-only Facebook group for our community. To join, you just need to give your membership number, and this will be a great place to ask our community for recommendations and advice on rewards, as well as leaving reviews when you've experienced great service from a directory partner. And if you do leave a review or a photo on the group page, you're now in with a chance of winning £50 to spend at a TN car partner of your choice every month. For more details, please join the group today. The more members involved, the better it can be. You can access the group via our Facebook page or there's a link on our Instagram bio. Alternatively, please email me for details at jess at the tncard.com. I've welcomed some great new businesses to the TN Card over the summer, so I'm going to mention a few of them here. Firstly, hello to Gallery in Tunbridge, who've just opened a wallpaper showroom and outlet at their warehouse in Deacon Trading Estate on Vale Road. As members, we now get 20% off wallpapers and 10% off end-of-line ranges when showing our TN card. In Lamberhurst, the Little Green Pantry opened two weeks ago, and it's a beautiful village shop selling fresh local bread and produce, pantry items, local makes, flowers and second-hand goods. Owners Vicky and Rue are giving members 10% discount on full-price items in-store. In the North Farm Retail Park in Tunbridge Wells, Treadquarters Gym have recently opened and they offer personal training and group sessions for all levels and abilities. Tiggy and James have joined our health and fitness directory and are wavering their £40 joining fee if you're a TN Card member. Sweat It Training is another brilliant gym facility that's just opened and they're in Crowborough. They've joined the TN Card too and are giving members £50 off their 30-day trial. 
Lopeman Ladies Den is a family-run farm in Goudhurst, which specialises in the production of fresh fruit and veg available for pick your own or in their award-winning farm shop. If you haven't been, I can highly recommend a visit. They have a fab coffee shop with beautiful views and there's lots of space for children to run around. Susie has joined the TN card and is giving members a hot drink on the house whenever they visit. And just down the road from Lower Ladies Den is Balfour Wine Estate, home to Hush Heath Wines. Balfour are now thanking members for visiting the winery with 10% off the first purchase of wine from the cellar door. Meanwhile, over in Hadlow, Hadlow Manor is a Grade 2 listed Georgian manor house and the beautiful hotel and gardens make a special place for dining as well as a relaxing breakaway. Hadlow Manor is now a tea and car partner, so if you visit for afternoon tea, you'll receive a complimentary glass of fizz with the compliments of the team. And in Penshurst, the Bottle House Inn is now able to offer members a reward when dining in. If you visit on a Wednesday or Thursday, you'll get 10% off your food and drink bill. Please show the team your membership card at the beginning of your meal. And lastly, over in Sevenoaks, the Happy Grazing Company have joined the TN card. Best friends Merrick and Kate share a passion for fine food and wine and create bespoke grazing boxes, platters, tables and cones using unique quality ingredients. They're giving members 10% off their ultimate platters. Visit the website for more details. And obviously, I need to end by mentioning Castlemas, especially as it's September and socially acceptable to talk about Christmas now. Castlemas comes to Tunbridge Castle from the 10th to the 19th of December and it's going to be incredible. With shows every day and evening in the 300-seater heated igloo theatre, workshops in the castle, mistletoe town market, jingle bear bar, live music, illumination, snow, and I can go on. I'm excited to be working with Hannah and Ollie and all the chalets at Mistletoe Town and all the workshops will be handpicked TN Car Partners. As members, you get 10% off everything at Castlemas with the exception of Santa's Grotto. Theatre tickets are now available and selling fast, so visit castlemas.com to make sure you're at your favourite show. For your exclusive promo code, please drop me a line at jess at the tncar.com or message me via social media. That's all my news for this time, so let's head over to Stacey at the Fairy Godmother in Tunbridge. So today, today I'm excited to talk to Stacey Ralph from the Fairy Godmothers. Stacey, thank you so much for joining me this morning. My pleasure, Jess. It's lovely to see you. You are such a good friend of mine, but we only really met when you uh, agreed to join the TN card. And thank you very much for being the first to business to join in Tunbridge. You joined even before I had a logo, before I had anything really. So tell me, why did you want to join the scheme? Well, I'd actually only just got the shop in the high street. Um, even though I'd been working for five years, um, I, to make a move to a shop was incredibly scary. And um, at the top end of the high street as well, there wasn't a lot going on up there. It desperately needed some regeneration. And um, being an independent business, you know, you, you need to get out there and you need to draw the people back into the high street. So I was incredibly keen to meet you and to get started yeah. and get the card out there. Well, two years later, you are such a fundamental part of Tunbridge High Street. It feels like you've been there for so long. But to have just launched five years ago, it's really quite incredible to have come this far. Yes, I've, I've, I've worked hard and I'm very, very proud of what I've achieved. Um, you know, it, it says five years, if you've got your own business, it, it takes five years to be established. And I think that's very true. But you don't stop. You just have to keep going and keep it fresh. No, and obviously you had the pandemic 
within that as well. So tell us, for those who um, don't come to Tunbridge too much or are familiar with the shop, what, what do you offer? Um, I actually sell bridesmaids dresses. Um, I also sell prom dresses, but obviously that's quite seasonal. But for the bridesmaids dresses, I carry a huge stock of dresses um, opening by appointment only. And I carry out personal consultations. So the bride will bring her girls in and we'll have lots of fun and we'll try on lots of different styles and colours. And I don't think there are many other businesses actually in the country now that do what I do. Your shop is absolutely beautiful. I've had the privilege of coming in and trying on a few of your gowns. <laughs> I've had a million dollars. Thank you for that. And anytime you want to invite me back for more, well, you can come back fittings, anytime, just, just shout. Anytime. But you, you have a huge array of colours, styles. Tell us what what you stock. Um. Well, I have a hundred and forty different colours to choose 140. from. Hundred and forty. Yes. So every dress I have in the shop is available in that colour. Um, I do an incredible array of sizes as well. So we can start at size zero. And yes, there are size zero out there. And I also go up to size 32, which um, a huge yes, that caters for a lot of people. And all the dresses are the same price. So I think that makes a difference. But the, the whole thing is, is actually being able to come in and try it on rather than buy online. Well, what's wonderful about the shop is you have a beautiful arrangement of dresses but they're all affordable as well yes I think so I'm very lucky that um, I'm in the position where I can sell them at you know a value for money good quality and value for money no dress costs more than 120 pounds and there's a discount if you order more or more. obviously the prom dresses are priced differently and they're set into three different price brackets I think it's very important that everybody should be able to afford the dress of their dreams. So when a bride comes in with her bridesmaid, it's pretty transparent. If they have a budget, they're confident they can try everything on and Absolutely. just relax. There's nothing it. hidden yeah. there. It's very straightforward, very comfortable. Um, you know, I try and make it as, as fun and as helpful as possible. Um, I was always taught that the customer is king. And, and that's my mantra. Well, the customer is a princess. <laughs> well, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you stock two designers, don't you? Uh, yes, I do. Um, I'm the only stockist in the southeast. Um, I have an incredible husband and wife team called Kiss Me Kate that are based in the West Midlands, and um, they make the most beautiful actual prom dresses. So they're all age appropriate. Um, you know, because we're selling to 16-year-old girls um, and they're made specifically for that market. And then this year, I've got another new uh, stockist called Boyer that are based in Milton Keynes. And they're, they're a slightly different level. I think they'd appeal to women as well for evening wear. Um, there is a lot of parties going on this year. I, I've seen such different. Yes. <laughs> You have mentioned already that you treat every visitor like a VIP. And it's a really personal experience, isn't it? They have a certain amount of time. You shut the door. You, It's just all about them. Absolutely. And do, do the brides bring their bridesmaids down? Is yes. It quite a little um, party atmosphere? It's, uh, I close the shop for an hour and a half. Uh, Prosecco is allowed, only Prosecco. Bucks Fizz tends to, when it's open, spray the dresses. <laughs> <laughs> um, an hour and a half. Um 
we book a table for them at the Ivy next door if they want to table oh, afterwards. Wow. Yeah. Um, we can book a hotel for them because a lot of the girls now are traveling a long way to see us and they'll make a day and a night of it. Um, so they're not they're not just local brides no, then. They no, not now. Um, in one week on a Saturday, I had customers from Manchester, um, two separate parties from Devon, uh, Swansea, mm. and then I did have some mm. fly from down from the Isle of Man, which is going to take a lot of beating. That's incredible. And is that, are they looking for those uh, designers of yours or have they just seen the range it's of bridesmaid, bridesmaid dresses? dresses? What makes you so special? It's, it's always the bridesmaid's dresses. Um, but I'm so lucky, especially with the TN card as well, that um, everything I do is word of mouth and recommendation. So well, your social media channels are amazing. They have, they're just feel good posts. And it's very obvious that customers come in, they're strangers, but they are genuine friendships by the end of the process. You you travel around the country fitting dresses, don't you too? I can see you're attending weddings. Tell me more about oh, that. Oh, yes. Um, I went to Newcastle <laughs> the weekend, <laughs> flying 24-hour trip, that was. Um, yes, what happens is, is that once we've sold the dresses, um, we'll go out and dress them on the day, which makes it very special, even though I don't sell wedding dresses. So you'll help them into their gowns? Yes, yes, and I dress the bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I've got a sign in the shop, and it's a very special sign. It says, enter as strangers and leave as friends. And the friendships that I've built up over the years are incredible. It's a very intense thing that I do, and you build up a relationship very quickly mm-hmm. because what you're dealing with is probably, apart from having children, a woman's most important day of her life. And you do just so quickly build up friendships. I'm so lucky. And I suppose you see women at their most vulnerable too, because as you say, that is so important to them and they want to feel special. Yes. And you're yes, there. I've, I've, you're there that morning. <laughs> some very intense stories I could share for another day. Um, but yes, it's you see people at their most vulnerable and you also you're privileged to see them at their happiest. And I'm yeah. so I- lucky that all I do is make people happy. It's it's so special. And I love I love following you on Instagram and Facebook because they your posts always make me smile. It's just especially at the moment there's so much stress and and it's just a relief to see these beautiful photos of happy smiling faces. But the past year hasn't been so happy for you, has it, Stacey? I mean, your industry is the, one of the first to be hugely affected by the pandemic. The wedding industry actually out of every industry in the UK has been the, the worst hit, which people don't really think about. But when you think about it logically, it branches out into so much when you've got the, the venues, um, the makeup artists, the hairdressers, the caterers, the, the wedding dresses. It's just incredible. And a lot of businesses haven't survived. And it's been very, very sad. Have you seen that firsthand, Stacey? Uh, absolutely. I couldn't open for 14 months. And when my business is not online, I mean, I can sell online, but the whole point of my business is coming in and meeting me and dealing on a one-to-one basis. And I, well, I don't know how I survived. It's, um, you know, and you can't put anything on social media. You've got to try and keep that fresh. You can't post on it. You've got to try and stay positive and upbeat. 
and um, and and you've helped me with that, Jess. So I've got to say thank you for that. You helped me for so how many times. how many months did you have in the shop before the pandemic closed? No, it wasn't long because what you've also got to think of is that where my dresses are made, the pandemic hit there first. So um, that they couldn't trade, so I couldn't trade. So I think I was only in the shop for six months at the most. And then after that, and, and I live above the shop as well. And to have to walk past my shop every day and sit in there and no people... And I didn't know if I'd survive. I, I really didn't know if I'd get through it. Yeah, but not only the financial hit, Stacey, but you're such a people person. You get your energy from those around you. And it must have been really hard just not to be able to see customers. Yes, and... yes it nearly <laughs> killed me. <laughs> um, um, no, sorry, that's a, that's a bit of a dramatic thing to say. But when you go from having um, a wage coming in and then from it, literally going to zero overnight it's it's been frightening and um well I, i've just got to say without the government grants i wouldn't have survived I, there's and i pity the poor businesses that hadn't been open long enough that that couldn't claim for them yeah did you find the council supportive overall? absolutely um they were brilliant i cannot Bought them. Um, they dealt with the inquiries within hours, and they must have been inundated. And the grants that came through, they actually approached us. We didn't have to ask them or try and find anything out. They, um, we had one to one. There was a lady that was in constant contact with me, saying, "This is coming. That's coming. It will be with you in forty-eight hours. Don't worry. We'll get you through this." They were brilliant. But then I've got to say that the, the banks were brilliant as well. You know, it's just um, they, they've been so helpful that they didn't want to see us fail. I, I can't praise them enough. Yeah, but you have a very prominent shop on the high street. You're one of the first you see as you come in past Tunbridge School. Um, but even though you were going through difficulty and the shop was shut, you made a decision to keep our spirits up with your beautiful window displays. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And they really, I mean, we talk a lot about mental health and I know personally we've had a discussion about the impact of isolation and the closing of business and all the pressures. We both have children who are at home and we've spoken a lot about that. But the the difference that you made in producing these beautiful windows with splashes of colour, it really did give a lot of people hope. It lifted my spirits and, and kept me going at my lowest point. And don't underestimate how what good you did in those dark months for the whole town. I hope, I hope so. I hope so. It was good to focus on something. Um, but the people of Tunbridge, um, you know, to receive letters through the door and messages and people taking the time to find uh, my email address even, you know, it's, it's the little things like that. Um, I had presents left on my doorstep just saying thank you for you know doing the window for keeping us going and um every morning I'll walk through the high street and I'll look at your shop and it makes me smile and that really did keep me going well no exaggeration Stacey it was heroic I mean for those who don't live near Tunbridge Stacey every few months would dress her mannequins not only in the most beautiful colors and gowns with the seasons but 
Uh, just um, with decoration. So, Stacey, tell us some of the displays you did. There was a nod to Christmas, yes. a nod to Easter. Um, I think um, we plan well in advance, and I really can't take the credit for the windows. I, I have the ideas, and my wonderful mum, she she's the creative one. Um, you know, and I give her a budget of twenty whole pounds to do that window. <laughs> That's all done in twenty pounds. Yes, twenty That's pounds. Um, I think our Remembrance Day windows are probably the proudest ones. Um, yeah, I mean, because the Remembrance Day is so important. Um, I, I wish I could show who's listening what our windows look like. Um, but yeah, the Remembrance Day and Christmas is always a special one. But also what we did in lockdown was to get the children of Tunbridge to design a window. And that's probably my favourite one. Um, we had a prize. Um, so they sent in their drawings of how they wanted the windows. And to get that in lockdown, all of these entries was just fantastic and lifted my spirits. You know, I might be lifting other people's spirits, but the pages and pages of artwork. And in the end, we did the jungle themed window. Um, if you go on my Facebook page, you can see the whole story. You know, start from her designs right the way through to we blindfolded her and her mum and dad came and all of her brothers and sisters and we blindfolded her. We hid the window up. We screened the window off so nobody could see it. And then um, we unveiled it for her and we did the window as per her picture, which was all of the animal inspired dresses. And um, what was her response? Oh, well, <laughs> she was smiling a lot, but mum and dad cried. So sorry, Stacey, what was her response? Oh, then? she was she was just so excited. So excited. It was um and we'd made her a special plaque to keep, um, saying that she designed the window. Um and I think it's it, to see the response on social media and the support of the people of Tunbridge, but I think that particular post got nearly a hundred thousand views, which is you know, it's just it helps both ways, doesn't it? It helps my business, gets me out there, and um, and it keeps Tunbridge loyal to me, which is why, you know, we, with the TN card so important as well. It's just about giving something back, isn't it? it? It really is. Now, you mentioned that your lovely mother who does your windows or helps you with them, but it's a very... It's a real family affair, isn't it, the fairy godmother? It's not just your mum behind the scenes. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't of When I started the business, Jess, um, my daughter was five. And I think one of the hardest things about being a single woman running your own business is the guilt that you feel about childcare and the, the time that you don't spend with them. But all of my family behind the scenes um, are just, you know, I've got my stepdad. And my real dad did the shop up for me. Um, my sister-in-law, Elisa, does the weddings for me, um, comes out and helps me or goes out on her own. I've got my mum. My brother looks after my daughter, Indiana. I mean, she's she's old enough now. She's We've got to that stage. Um, but Indiana's dad, everybody has stepped up and helped me. They're all unpaid. <laughs> But um, I think when you do start your own business, you've got to have that backup of your family. Um, otherwise, you're going to fail before you've even started. But I, I could not do this without my family. No. Stacey, what were you doing before the fairy godmother? Ah, now, it couldn't be further removed 
from beautiful dresses and brides. Um, what I actually did before I had my daughter is I am qualified and one of the few people in the country um, to dispose of dangerous chemical and medical waste. Right. Now, I was not expecting you to say you that. You didn't know that, Jess, did you? <laughs> I did not. I don't know how to think of an intelligent question about disposing of chemical waste. Would you like to enlighten was, me well, on what's it's involved? It's nice, Jess. <laughs> so it was a very stressful, very well paid, I have to say, but a very stressful environment that I worked in. There are only a few of us in the country with the particular qualification. And um, what it means, it's so varied. And I worked for Rent-A-Kill for probably 20 years and worked my way up through. Let's ask the question, how did you get from disposing of medical waste yes. to dresses? Now, this is, that's better. So I couldn't go back to doing the job I did because it was 16 hours a day, silly hours. Um, and I knew that um, I want, I needed to go back to work, you know, as a single mum when Indiana was old enough to go to school. And um, I don't particularly work well for people. <laughs> so I, thought, I don't like being told what to do. So I knew that I needed to have my own business. And it was literally, I read an article in the newspaper about the proms up in the north of England that were way ahead of the south of England um, with their proms, you know, it's very Americanized. But what this particular article was about was how the, some parents could afford to lavish thousands of pounds on their daughters for their dresses. But then on the other end of the scale, there were girls that were being bullied because they couldn't afford to have a nice dress. And it, I, it really touched me. And then I thought, oh, what, surely, surely there's something you can do. Surely there must be somebody out there that can make affordable dresses for girls that can compete with the 600, 700 pound dresses. Because the average spend on a prom dress, believe it or not, is 750 pounds. So I've had no experience in retail or fashion or anything like that. So what I did was um, I read up on it and um, I followed the Prince's Trust um, business plan. It was brilliant and thought, surely I can do something about this. And I looked into it and I did a business plan and I knew that I loved fashion and I knew that I wanted to help people you know, in, in a certain way. And I put the business plan together and I went to the bank and two days later I had the back in. It was literally Did you have a, a, a difficult time finding a supplier? Yes. Or was that Yes, yeah. I really did. Um it's very sad. There are no suppliers in the United Kingdom anymore that will make dresses. Um and it's a sad state of affairs unless I wanted to get my dresses from Alexander McQueen, for example. It just doesn't there are no suppliers anymore. Um and I had to go to China which is there's a real stigma attached to buying from the Chinese. And to be fair, I had to try 20 different suppliers before I found my supplier that I've now had for seven years. And uh, once we got over the language barrier, <laughs> which yeah. was quite interesting, um, they uh, just supplied me with the most 
fantastic, high quality dresses. And I'm actually their biggest customer now in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I say, they are fabulous quality. But as you say, it must have been quite a, a hard line to strike a balance between affordability yes. and having an ethical business as yes, well. Yes, it was. Um, but again, my bank were very, very good. Um, and they checked with the supplier to see what they were like. Um, I had translators. I was very well looked after. But also, in the back of my mind, always I was thinking it's a sweatshop. It's awful. The conditions are going to be bad. But believe it or not, I have a friend that works in China that actually went to my suppliers and looked at it for me and could put my mind at rest. And it was, it was brilliant that because that was really important to me because I needed to sit in front of my customers and say, yes, the dresses come from China, but I can categorically say hand on heart, you know, is a proper professional setup. Well, particularly if you're you're setting out to support young adults and to make a difference, you, you know, you've got to look through the whole supply chain, haven't you, yes. to make sure that you're yes. doing, I, doing I, right by children. Everything. I, I need to be able to tell my customers, uh, you know, the truth about everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what percentage are bridesmaid dresses and what percentage are prom dresses in your customers? Is it predominantly bridesmaids? Oh, yes, yes. Um, and people think that the wedding, this industry is seasonal, but it's not. Um, brides are getting married seven days a week now. Um, so it's, um, it's, I'd say, 75%. Probably even more are brides and their bridesmaids. Um, the prom, believe it or not, it, it starts in October. And the prom season starts in October and goes all the way through until the end of June. Um, but February until May is my busiest time for prom. Yeah. And that's literally... Well, talking of busy, you had an avalanche of bookings, didn't you? When the lockdown restrictions lifted. Oh, yes. I mean, you went from zero was... to goodness I'm me. I'm so lucky. I am so lucky that um, everything I do, I don't advertise everywhere. Everything I do is recommendations and word of mouth. And as soon as the lockdowns were lifted, I had to start off with a waiting list of clients waiting to come in. But also when Boris had done his speech and literally my phone lit up. <laughs> and since April, since the 12th of April, when we reopened, I've now taken over 700 bookings. It's incredible. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, I can't even believe that I'm saying it really. Um, and from the 12th of April for three months, I was working seven days a week. Until oh, I mean, I could just see the hours that you were doing, yeah. but having from, twi from twiddling your yeah. thumbs and worrying about the next day to just not being able to keep up with demand. It, it was it's just incredible. I couldn't believe that after two weeks I was sitting there saying, I don't want to oh. work anymore. <laughs> I just had 14 months off. <laughs> yeah, and you must have brides that are just that they've had to postpone their wedding again yeah, and again four, and four, again. Some, they just must be so happy yeah, to be there at last. Some brides have had to postpone four times. And, um, you know, some brides have had to deal with the disappointment of their venues not being there anymore and losing thousands of pounds. Um, but yeah, it's and also when we started again in April, because the restrictions have been lifted, brides were coming in to me and saying, yes, I'm getting married in three weeks. 
which is it's quite stressful. Can you manage that then? So if, if you can, what's your turnaround? Um, usually um, it's six weeks turnaround, a maximum six weeks. But again, going back to my, my wonderful Chinese suppliers, they were turning round dresses and getting them to me in nine days. That's including shipping. That's incredible. Yes. You just, yeah, just sit and think about that for a minute. That, that's, they are brilliant. I mean, where else can you go to get a dress made in, in, in so few days? Yeah, and they're made from scratch, Jess. They're, they're not mass produced because they're so specialised. You know, you order the size that you want. You order the colour you want. They are made from scratch. Do you do alterations too? And if a dress comes in and it's too large, do you help with that? Yeah. Yes, I have. Um, I, <laughs> it makes myself laugh. I have a team of seamstresses now. Get okay, you. <laughs> yes, I do. They work independently, but with me. So when the dresses come in, the girls come back in with their shoes and um, they pop the dresses on. And my seamstresses, my, I've got a wonderful Kira and a lady called Sarah, who are my main assistants. And they'll come in, they'll do all the pinning and um, whatever else needs to be done, take the dresses away and do it for them at very keen prices. Very good. You have such a great team around you. I, I do. I, I do. Um, they've all got to be as committed and as passionate about it as I am. And, and I insist on that. I was going to say, I mean, we talked about you playing a, a large role in Tunbridge community life, but it was recognised in 2019 when you won the Tunbridge Business Awards. Uh, yes, that's, uh, that was uh, one of the highlights of my career. Um, that what category did it, you win, Stacey? I won Best New Business in Tunbridge Brilliant. 2019. Um, but that was special because it wasn't a panel of judges. It was the people of Tunbridge. And to, to even think that people take the time to vote for you. And Jess, you know what it's like um, when people even fill in a questionnaire. It, it really means something. Um, and it's it was so special. And I'm, I'm proud of that award. Really proud. Because I, I do just, I, I do work hard. And I, I am committed to what I do. It's a lovely award to win, and 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 as you say, from the community to a community hero. But you, <laughs> without sounding too sentimental, though, Stacey, I, you are one of my heroes. I think what you do for our town is so special, and you're the kindest, warmest, most genuine person I've met on this journey of mine. So uh, I love you very much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking maybe if if the Tunbridge Awards, you know. To, we, we need to get on with organising the next one, Stacey. So maybe that's a project for us sometime. Well, maybe we should, Jess. Maybe we yeah. should, Rob. And if I'm actually organising it, then I won't have the stress of waiting to see if I win it. True. And you, <laughs> and you won't have to worry about, worry about an outfit either because you no, have a dress. No, I know. I know because I shop never for. find a dress to wear, Jess. <laughs> I need to get some favours in with you as well, don't I? Yes, you dresses do. off you. Yes. yes. <laughs> Stacey, thank you so much for talking me to me My today. I've absolutely pleasure, loved yes. it. And yes. uh, for the listeners, we did have a few technical issues before this chat. First, Stacey had issues and then, and then it was my turn. So we got there at last. Yes, I've enjoyed it, Jess, but, uh, you know, please don't make me do it again. And I'm very, <laughs> I, I am so grateful that you actually agreed to this because I know, <laughs> I know it's difficult to twist your arm. I appreciate it very much.
My pleasure. Uh, before you go, we haven't actually spoken about your reward for TN Card members. Which could help. Oh, gosh, yes. I'm, just, I'm sorry. To, well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> just having a little um, chat yeah, here. Any, any holder of a TN card um, can enjoy a 20% discount. Um, but I've got a special 20% discount running for prom girls. And that's running from now until May. So it's usually 10%. But until yes. May, if you if you come to Stacey for your 20%. prom dress, it's 20% off. Yeah. Which is incredibly generous, and I hope it, it blesses a lot of a lot of people. Yes, I hope so, Jess. I hope so. I do I, anything to keep it going. It's so good, and you work so hard. Thank you, Stacey. And I know you you've helped me as well, rallying up the troops. So much appreciated. Yep, we'll keep it going. Stacey, thank you so much. Have a lovely week, and, and you. thank you for joining me. All right, I'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for the latest TN catch up. I hope you enjoyed it. Please do help spread the word about these podcasts so we in turn can help spread the word about the great things going on in our communities. Thanks again and thanks as always for being part of our growing community, supporting local in Tunbridge Wells, Tunbridge and Sevenoaks. See you soon. This week's TN Card Catch-Up was proudly brought to you by Big Chat Productions. If you'd like to find out how to create your own podcast series, contact us, hello at chattyhatter.com.